What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Show, I sat down with a commercial real estate broker and investor. He started six years ago, quickly built a commercial uh, sales business doing you know two, three, four deals a month. So he's built up a huge business there. Now he's done a bunch of multifamilies that he's invested in. His latest deal is a $21 million acquisition that he's raising funds for. Welcome to the show, Jason Lee. Welcome to the show today, Jason. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? Good, good. I know this is a crazy time in the market for anything real estate, really for anything in, in, in any like investment markets, but uh, you've got some great insights from your experience investing and brokering multifamily deals. I'm sure we're going to get into that today. Before we do, though, tell folks a little bit about who you are how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, so um, my name is Jason Lee. I'm the uh, managing broker at JLM Real Estate here in San Diego. Um, we have a <clears throat> team of about eight agents. We focus on multifamily real estate all throughout San Diego County. Um, and I also own and operate a portfolio of about 78 units down here in San Diego, totaling about 25 million in portfolio value. Um, got into real estate through honestly just networking during um, my days in college through San Diego State University and decided to never leave San Diego after I got my internship. So that's how I got my start and that's where I am today. And um, you know, through long hours and hard work, uh, you know, things paid off. So how, how long have you been doing it now? Uh, almost six years. <clears throat> okay. What uh, what was it like starting, starting out? Cause I think for a lot of us practitioners that are doing it all the time, it, it can, you know, we, we kind of forget about that part sometimes. And a lot of people that are listening to this or maybe haven't dipped their toes in the water yet, uh, they're wondering like how they get started. So how did you get started? Like how, like how did you know this is what you wanted to do? How did you find that first deal? How did you, how'd you execute on it? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think the most important thing that people should remember when getting started is um, choosing and finding a great mentor. I think having a good, you know, broker or some sort of mentor figure, or whatever niche you're in, uh, I think is extremely important. Um, <clears throat> I think learning from someone instead of figuring it out on your own is a much faster track to uh, success. So I think finding someone who can kind of lead the way. Um, and someone who's doing what you want to do in life is extremely critical to becoming successful in real estate. Where did you find your mentor? Yeah, so um, my mentor I found through um, the Real Estate Society at San Diego State. So I joined a bunch of clubs <coughs> on campus trying to network with older professionals, um, and I found them that way. Um, if you, you know, are not in college and you are already in the you know in the workforce um, you know a great way to network with people is just by providing value and um, giving someone a reason to meet with you so um, I know a lot of people try to meet with me and you know other people in the industry and don't offer anything just ask for our time and I think offering something in exchange for our time will help you get your foot in the door so 
um, that's my tip for anyone who's looking to find or meet a mentor. Let's talk about that first deal. How did you find it? What was your role? Were you the, you know, did, did you sell the deal, broker it, or were you an investor in it, or have partners? You know, how how'd you how did you get the first deal under your belt? Yeah, so um, first deal I ever did, um, it was a fourplex in City Heights, San Diego here. Um, uh, it was uh, a listing that I got, so that's the first deal I ever did. Um, and basically I got it through just, you know, um, calling every single day, reaching out to property owners, seeing if they're looking to buy or sell. I caught this owner at the right time, um, set a meeting with him, uh, met with him with my broker and um, ended up liking us. He was very motivated to sell and we ended up getting um, a listing room inside. Uh, from there, um, you know, we marketed the property and got a lot of offers, but right before we chose an offer, um, his dad who was on title ended up passing away and the property went to probate. Mm -hmm. So um, that really sucked. And um, a probate attorney got us out of that spiel in like two to three months, but my first deal got delayed because of a super you know, unknown issue that I had no idea even entailed. Um, so yeah, that was how I got my first deal. How, how long did it take you to, to get that deal? Like how long were you calling people for? Yeah, um, about it was about five months. So I, mm. it was about five months like on my first deal. Um, you know, in, in commercial real estate, it's super hard to uh, break in and get your first deal. But once you do it, it kind of snowballs and moves really fast mm. if you keep the momentum going. But uh, in the beginning, it's really tough because you're going in and trying to meet people, network, and nothing's happening. It feels like nothing's happening, but um, every day you got to chip away and um, keep the database growing. So one deal in your first five, six months, which for many people, that's what it takes, residential or commercial. What did the next six months look like after that? You said it snowballed. So, so what, did, what did the second half of that year look like? Yeah, second half of that year um, closed. Well, the, that was like at the end of my, um, so I started like in the middle of like summer and then that deal I got in like October, and then the next six months after that, I close about seven to eight deals, and then the next six months total, I close about you know twelve properties. So it, it snowballed pretty quickly. Yeah, I I mean that's that's a, a great trajectory. Of you know most people just quit in that first three to four months, so they never get to mm -hmm. to that you know kind of S curve up or that hockey stick up, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, so you, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta stick through it. Let's fast forward now. Five years later, uh, what is your business like? Are you spending more time on the brokerage side? The you know doing your own deals. What is it? What does your business look like now? Yeah, I'd say it's um, pretty fifty fifty. I'm um, I'm running my team uh, I'm, as a broker and helping them um, you know succeed by going to their meetings, helping them with follow up calls, teaching them the business, and also you know managing my own client base as well um, and helping them buy and sell and improve their portfolio. And then also um, on the other end, I'm also managing the construction on my own portfolio and then um, doing rehabs, uh, flipping properties, um, doing 1031 exchanges, trading up. So yeah, just all things real estate for sure today. What does your, your ideal 
deal size? Like, what does your deal box look like? You know, are you looking for new, old, ground up? How big? Yeah. So, um, are you talking about me as an investor or me? Like, yeah, um, as, as selling an, properties. As, as an investor. Yeah, as an investor, my average deal size that I bought um, has been anywhere from one million to five million. Um, so, um, haven't raised any outside capitals with me 50-50 with a partner so far. Um, but we've bought very distressed properties from owners who um, needed to sell and their properties were not operating well at all. So we took that and put a lot of money put a lot of money into construction on on existing product not ground up and um basically turn the uh the income from you know from uh let's say a property was bringing in seven thousand a month we took that income to twelve thousand a month we bought that property for a million bucks sold it six months later for two million so mm. um that's kind of been the business model that i've done uh in the past but um, I do have a pretty big property under contract. I've got a $21 million property under contract, which I'm raising money for the first time in my life, but um, here in San Diego, and that one's a pretty similar product type. It needs work. Um, rents need to be increased. You can add units by converting the garages into um, additional dwelling units. So um, yeah, that's my history so far. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent. If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. What, what kind of terms are you you know, thinking about or, or raising money? Um, so the, the raise, the equity raise is like um, seven and a half million dollars. We've raised about four to five so far committed. Um, basically the terms are the investor gets a 15 and a half percent IRR or return on their money over 10 years. And then, the, um, and they're guaranteed an 8% return preferred return no matter what, no matter how the deal does. So that's the terms for the uh, investor. Gotcha. Uh, what's, you know, what, what, what's been uh, different, I guess, you, for, you know, several years you've been doing this uh, by yourself or with ju the, just the one partner. Uh, mm -hmm. What's different now about going out and doing a bigger deal that you need outside capital on? Like, what do you have to do differently? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. There's a lot more moving parts. Um, you have to, um, you know, whereas let's say you're buying a deal just by yourself, all you need to worry about is making sure that the deal pencils, um, the numbers work, and you get, you know, the best loan you can. And that's really the bulk of it. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, if you're buying a huge portfolio that you can't do on your own, um, you got to manage investors, you got to pitch to investors to show that, you know, their money is safe and it's being used in a great way by investing in the deal because they're getting an X amount of return, um, showing them what the potential risks are, and then um, handling uh, the debt side as well is a little more complicated. If you're dealing with bigger a bigger loan amount, you're dealing with like more institutional money. So um, the dialogue does change 
to a more sophisticated conversation, much more high level. Um, so yeah, it, it's been a great learning experience so far, but um, I would say um, definitely start, if, if you're looking to do this yourself, I'd say start you know, at a lower price point and get your feet wet on your own and then you know, start getting bigger. I think it's really tough to start you know, really big mm. right away and when you, when you don't know what you're doing. So um, yeah, building a foundation is key. What what kind of advice would you give to someone who's out there and maybe they're where, you know, in college or where you were six, seven years ago? Um, you know, maybe they have a mentor already uh, and they're trying to figure out, you know, what they should do for their first deal. Like how what should someone be thinking about if they're in that position? Yeah. Um if you're looking to buy your first deal, um, I would say make sure you really understand what market you're uh, investing in. I'd say knowing street by street, especially for multifamily, is very important. I know in San Diego, some areas, if you're on one side of a boulevard or a street like Elkhorn Boulevard, if you're north of Elkhorn Boulevard, it's a really nice area. If you're south of Elkhorn Boulevard, it becomes a much worse area uh, with different rents, different tenant base. Um, so I'd say understanding the market you're investing is really important. I know people like to invest out of state. I would say make sure you understand that market inside and out before you put yeah. any kind of money there. Um, that's step one. And then I'd say step two is building a good team um, that you can trust, um, that you can fall back on when you need advice. Because if you're doing this for the first time, you're gonna ask a lot of questions. And if you're talking to a broker who just wants to make a commission off you and doesn't care about how you do um, for the long term, that's a huge red flag. So I'd say having a really good broker who cares about the relationship that wants to you know, partner with you long term is very important. Um, I'd say the second most important thing is having, maybe even the first, is having a good property manager. Um, if you plan on not managing the asset yourself, which I highly recommend so you can spend time finding other deals and growing your portfolio instead of doing the day-to-day -day management. Um, so I'd say finding a property manager that can advise you on the market, um, the potential pro forma rents, um, and how the property might operate is extremely important. And then um, having a good loan broker or a lender that can make sure that you're pre-approved for the amount that you can afford uh, with reserves as well is uh, key. So. I'd say those three things are very important when you're looking to buy your first deal. What, what would you tell people right now uh, specifically? Um, I guess this kind of goes into the question that is on the minds of tons of people. Um, but should they wait, right? You know, or, or should they price in a bigger discount or, you know, maybe hold off for six months? Like, you know, where do you, where do you think the market's going right now? Yeah, I mean, two of my biggest clients who have a portfolio value of over probably $5 billion, um, I was talking to them about this, and in their history of investing for over 40 years, they've bought in every single market cycle. Um, but they say to be you know, greedy in these kind of markets, but be very careful as well, um, because obviously the market is shifting, but the good thing is that there's gonna be less competition um, interest rates are going higher, so make sure you price in your deals with higher cap rates and higher returns to make sure that the deal can cash flow or sustain itself day one. Um, so I'd say be extra conservative on debt right now. Um, don't take a bigger loan amount than you can afford. 
be extremely conservative on that front. But um, I would say look for deals that you know have upside day one. If if the markets, you know, if the average home price in San Diego is one million and you're looking to invest in a property, I'd say you know try to find a property that's um, you know eight hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand. Um, you know that's below market value, so you can make money on it. Or if the market does turn a lot, you know, let's say the market falls thirty percent, but you bought a property for thirty percent under value of what it is today. Even if the market, you know, took a dump, you would still be um, at even market value if you bought it for a good deal. So I would just say be extra careful when you're buying. But um, I wouldn't let the fear or the mm. doubt, uncertainty freeze you. I'd say if you have the money to buy, um, just be really careful. But um, if it's a good deal, I'd say jump on it by all means. Where do you think the deals are going to be? Are they going to be in singles, duplexes, quads, smaller multifamilies? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think I think we'll see deals in um, every, every asset class um, because there's more scared sellers at this point mm. but i think i think we'll see a lot of deals in the one to four unit range because um that's where the residential financing is like fannie mae freddie mac for the most part and their rates have been very volatile um and there's a lot of people who can't um afford homes that could afford afford you know the same price three or four months ago today um so i would say that there's a lot less demand in that area so i think um home prices, you know, one to four units will definitely soften in most markets. Um, I know some supply constrained markets like San Diego or like the San Francisco Bay Area, um, you know, Phoenix, I know those markets, there's so many people trying to live there and move there. So it might be, you know, 